Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to another Mad Blurry Hysteria. Uh, got us, the boys, here with you. Uh, uh, well, before. I'm a man. Thank you very much. That's how I identify no, as not. a man. No, no. Uh, <laughs> then act like one, damn it, Brent. Where are you going? <laughs> the men's room. <laughs> uh, we got Brent. How's it going, man? It's going, man. Uh, I'm, I'm living in the wishy-washiness that you gave up on Chicago, where it is 80 degrees one day and then snowing. And then 45 and rainy, and then 72, and then raining, and 40, and yeah, my sinuses, if that affects oh. you, it's amazing every evening as I'm just, you know. <laughs> Dude, it's Whatever. the worst. How does it work? <laughs> it's like magnets. We haven't figured it out yet. I haven't figured it out. Man, we're working on it, though. We also have Chris. What's going on? What's up? <laughs> What up? My broadcast recording. (laughs) Class is really paying off there, Chris. (laughs) Killing it. I'm telling you, I can help you with your podcast. Um, Yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. You know, my um, my yeah, the weather here has been kind of interesting because like Brent is saying, it's you wake up in the morning and it's like, you know, freezing cold. And then by the time it's the afternoon, you're sweating your ass off dying and then by nighttime it's raining again and freezing and your head is killing you so best time of the year of course i'm fat though so sweat my ass off might be 52 you never know Oh, dude no same <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> bro yeah no that's um oh my god it's so it's so ridiculous and then also this week i've had kind of random so uh, all right so this tells you just how much i pay attention to the world around me generally <laughs> so i'm home all day and, you know, and then that's even before COVID. I, I've worked from home since like two years ago. So sitting at home um, and I got a call from my apartment complex saying, hey, between two and three o'clock, do you ever hear some popping noises and then feel a shake? <laughs> that's a very <laughs> <And I'm>, distinct. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think of myself like, well. Yeah, I guess I have felt the shake every day around two to three. I just always assumed it was like, I don't know, the house settling or whatever. Um, <laughs> <On their> schedule. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up, you guys! That's just Shut the walls. <laughs> and um, and then today I'm sitting here getting ready. You know, you guys getting ready to do this, reading up on the articles and stuff. I'm going to talk about and. 
the entire apartment, we hear a bang, and then the entire apartment shakes. Is it like the you on a boiler or something? <laughs> like, Dude, I'm like on? fairly certain there's like a natural gas leak or something going on, and we're gonna die. So <laughs> they light it yeah. every day as to flush it out. I like. I legitimately <laughs> don't. I don't understand. And it actually reminds me of like a really early, like one of the first things I did with Astonishing Legends was the episode on the Mary Celeste, which is this boat. That oh was yeah. Like, transporting alcohol and, and the same thing they were reporting like they'd hear noises from below deck and then the boat would shake and they didn't know what it was and it was ethanol so either someone in my apartment complex is like making meth currently just making it badly though um or yeah there's a there's like a gas leak or something as opposed to the high quality meth you get in other areas <laughs> well i mean if they, you know if they're if whatever they're i think hydrogen is the gas hey, that gets them do gets, 15 go stir the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know we're making we're making walmart bathroom meth anyways that's been my week <laughs> wow <laughs> to be continued because i want to find out what this is when they actually figure it out Bro, oh, I yeah, amazing. I guarantee my apartment complex is not going to tell me shit. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, "What do you mean? We didn't call you about that." <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing I don't wrong know here. What you're talking about, sir. Wow, way to way to gaslight. Maybe maybe it's <laughs> literal gas, and you are being literally gaslighted. I'm being gaslit in three different directions. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to gas you out of there, but they've overestimated the toxins you've put in your body for years. <laughs> used to that kind of shit your body's just <laughs> taking in the gas dude they're just overestimating like i swear to god if i was like if i was i can't even describe it really if i'm focused on like doing something you can legitimately like stab me and mm-hmm. i may not notice like you're I, one of those people that's really watching bad. tv you talk to you and you never answer and you just don't oh, hear are a hundred percent i'm a hundred percent that person <laughs> don't go in there Sorry, I'm focused. (laughs) Uh, So, what uh, what kind of news stuff uh, we got going on these days, Brent? What you uh, what are you bringing? Oh, well, mine is very timely for my show. Uh, This actually kind of just happened by accident Uh, years ago. I think it was episode fifty two. We did one on the Summerton Man. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Summerton Man. Uh, I actually took from our episode the intro. I'm going to read it to you real quick. Name unknown. Cause of death unknown. Occupation unknown. Possessions. A scrap of paper with two words in Persian torn from a rare first edition book. Welcome to the world's most perplexing. That's perplexing. Cold case. Uh, It was this dude that they found dead in Australia in Adelaide. And... Uh, he's never been identified, and there were they did an autopsy, and his spleen was like three times the normal size. The liver was distended. Uh, lots of stuff, issues that pointed to him probably being poisoned, and uh, he had eaten within like three, four hours before that. A lot of the story comes down to he. he they felt he was a spy, possibly. The tags and everything were removed from his clothing, and they never uh, figured out who he was. And so he has uh, been buried there in Australia, and he has a, just a stone that says, here lies the unknown man who was found at Summerton Beach 1st of December, 1948. Fast forward to now, it's, it's still a popular case that they've never been able to solve. So this comes from ABC, uh, Australian Broadcast Corporation. They are, uh, the remains of him are being exhumed by police in the hope that DNA samples can solve the case. That's kind of exciting because... You don't see that often in in a case that this old that's this old. 
And they're a little bit worried because he was embalmed and they don't exactly know what shape he's going to be in and embalming kind of kills any DNA that could be there. But they hope to get enough and, and put it with records and kind of tie you know, who he was and uh, maybe figure out, you know, a, a a name or a family or, or actually identify him. And it's kind of crazy because it is everything from a Cold War spy, jilted lover, who what happened, and there were people that were definitely they thought knew, especially the woman, and it went to her grave. She never told them who he was. And it's kind of a fun little I guess as far as fun can be for a dead body. Uh, and yeah, and he had a, the the two words on the piece of paper in his pocket was Tom and Shud. It, it was from a book of poetry, the Rubiat of Omar Khayyam. And Tom and Shud means it is finished. So actually, it it's funny. This, this episode is full of astonishing legends references. Uh, from when I was on the arc there uh, doing like real, really hard research with them all the time. Um, that was one of the other early episodes we did, and actually, we found and we worked with a guy named Derek Abbott, who's mm-hmm. a professor who's really interested in, in the Tom Unshud case, the Summerton Man case. Um, so we actually researched uh, copies of the Rubaiyat and found a copy that matched, um, they, which they was really the hard one to with find. His, uh- the one tore out, right? They have, yeah, and it's, you, they it's have a, pictures of it actually. Yeah, it's a it's a relatively rare copy, and mm-hmm. actually, I have as some of my like memorabilia from like doing podcast stuff. I have pieces of the Taman Shud in little vials that I was testing with solvents because different bleeding stuff happened on them and, and everything. But what was really cool, or another kind of crazy thing, is a couple of months ago, so. The son of the woman you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, her son was linked by DNA to the Summerton man, I believe, if memory serves me correctly. And actually, on DNA tests, you can now get told your DNA links you to the Summerton man. Oh, really? Well, this- so a couple of months ago, someone from, I guess, someone from like North Carolina or something reached out to me on Facebook and said, hey, I, I, it turns out from my DNA that I'm, like, a descendant of the Summerton Man, me, maybe. And we'd want to, like, I want to, like, you know, I want to, like, reach out to people or whatever. And so we, like, forwarded her along to, to folks. And it's just, like, a crazy, dude, the, the world is nuts. That's kind of crazy, podcast, but they, people. they have that, but they're still going to exhume them now. Because this is from, uh, when did this come out? One second here. This was released. Four days ago, uh, and the the woman they were talking to, I don't know if maybe this is someone you had talked to in the article, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Wilson Wild. Um, mm, uh, yeah, no, not I didn't talk to that guy. Uh, it's actually a female. Uh, Sorry, that lady. <laughs> uh, her, Lin, uh, Lindsay Wilson Wild. Uh, she's a forensic scientist, uh, uh, director, Dr. Uh, Lindsay mm. Wilson Wild. Um, and she says that nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it, did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it 
it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. It's going to be extremely challenging in a technical sense. The remains have been buried for over 70 years. In addition, the body was embalmed, which adds further complication. That's what I said. But yeah, uh, interesting case and one that has caught a lot of people's. It was interesting that we did it and uh, people really liked it. And I think they liked the the, uh, the case itself, you know, and just how who done it was he a spy mystery. what he was a good mysteries you know great for everyone and maybe they'll be able to finally put this one to rest so if you go uh, we'll have a link in the when you listen uh they actually have a picture they did art of exactly what he looked like alive um so you can see exactly what because they have pictures and they even have a death death mask of him uh but they you know did up art to show what he looked like if he wasn't laying there dead so yeah uh, Chris, where did you find out, or do you know where the copy of that Rubiat uh, came from? Like, was it in Australia, or was it in the Middle East? No, so it's it's a it's a um, it was an English copy. I think what we had, if I, if memory serves, it was a copy that was available in like London. It was available in Adelaide or Sydney, and I think it was also available like in New York. I am. I haven't listened to the episode in a long time, but I, if I remember right, everything he had on him was English, wasn't it? But they couldn't prove yeah. it because they removed all the tags. Basically, the- yeah. So every yeah, everything fit to him being English, or you know, I mean, Australian and English at the time was like pretty and, close. Uh, you know and what even I mean? this book they had found, I think, was from sold in England or something like that. It's been yeah, literally yeah, five years. But yeah, um, the thing the thing that ultimately like made the difference in the book or the there's on the book pages, the lettering tends to be the same between pages, but then this copy, there's like not really calligraphy, but sort of like a back binding image or an an image on the book itself. So there's like, you have the, the type set where the, you have the type of the book itself, right? So the Mm. words, then you have kind of like, um, a, it's like a bluish green, um background and then behind that background there's a like kind of a scene of like uh you know mosques and other sort of buildings from um you know like a like mm-hmm. Iranian architecture. Um and so it's like a 
it's sort of an interesting one. So it's like those, all of those things have to come together to fit the copy that he had. Specifically. Well, and the, the fact that they had the copy was crazy because it was like in the back of a car, like someone had thrown it and the car was sitting and they found yeah, it. It was, it was in the wife's, it was, or not the wife, the woman, it was in the ladies, the woman's car that, yeah, like that had just the copy sitting there. in there and they found it later. Like, yeah, it was just this weird case of, of, of coincidences that happened. So, yeah, yeah I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I, when it when it happened, I think I ended up with like a pet theory that it was he died of natural causes. He basically like choked to death um, on the beach. So he just he just died from natural causes. That that was what my thought was on it. But I can't remember the exact details, but it'll be really interesting to see what they find. Damn, my um, love of chicken bones. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, it was like it was something like it was like a it was like a heart. He had like a heart problem or something, or like maybe the because the liver was big. I don't remember exactly what the hell it was, but it, yeah, it's a fascinating case. Definitely well worth listening to. It'll be interesting as much yeah. content on it as you can. Yeah, it's it'll so be interesting, interesting to see what comes of this. Yeah, nice. Um, I got uh, I got a, a short one. It's relatively short. Um, this one, I when you sent the link, this one was I remember this from a ki- being a kid and going there. Oh yeah, and I was just there a couple of years ago. I I walked up to the top of uh, Monk's Mound at Cahokia, and there's an article that came out on Science Alert that uh, says the mystery deepens over why the lost city of Cahokia was abandoned. Um, lost city, I think, is a little bit of a misnomer because we've already lost city we've always Cahokia. known it was there, <laughs> but. Um, it's uh, if you if you're not familiar with Cahokia, it's down near St. Louis. It's just uh, east of uh, St. Louis. In fact, it's in East St. Louis, which is in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which East St. Louis is the scary St. Louis, if you can even believe That's, that. Too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Saint, I mean, that's it's it's up there for like what murders in in America or yeah, something. Yeah, like it's, crime. yeah. It's it's pretty pretty something, but. Um, Cahokia is a um, uh, I don't know if it's UNESCO or not. Surely it's got to be right. It's a it's a heritage site, I think. But mm-hmm. Cahokia was the um, center for a Native American uh, civilization back in the thirteenth um, fourteenth century, and it it was huge. Like it was it was one of the biggest cities on Earth mm-hmm. at the time. They had about fifteen thousand people or so. Which you know isn't a lot, but at the time it was a lot, and they they can't figure out why the civilization collapsed or was abandoned. But it seems like Cahokia was uh, just completely abandoned over you know a short period of time. They have these giant mounds there that they they're not sure you know exactly what purpose they served, but there was it was a whole city complex uh, in this area, and. Um, the mystery of it is what happened to these people. And there's been so many uh, theories and stuff as to what, what could have done it. You know, if it was warfare, if it was uh, e- what they call ecocide, uh, mm-hmm. where they just, you know, basically farmed the land and, and knocked down all the trees. And That's killed. the one that I think when we were kids, they're like, they just deforested and they killed ki- the yeah, environment. Cut, and now I think they the- poo pooed on that and decided well, that wasn't it. That's a uh, that's a thing. Like they they've thought about this and thought about this, and and um, they're continuing to excavate it. You know, and it's slow going because it's mm. archaeology, and nobody wants right, right, that. yeah. <laughs> um, 
but uh, but the the latest news from it is a it's a little bit of news. It's not anything too earth shattering, but uh, they have found that apparently one of the theories was that it flooded really badly and dispersed the people everywhere, you know, or killed it or whatever. But mm-hmm. the flooding um, uh, theory has kind of been debunked because they've dug through stuff. They haven't found sediment that you would find if the water systems around there had flooded and, and deposited the silt right. the sediments. And so by analyzing um, the layers that they're digging through, they have come to the conclusion that they don't think it was flooding that um, had an effect on, on Cahokia and, and, and the people's disappearance. So it's not really like a huge. <laughs> we insight. don't know shit. <laughs> well, it's, but it's marking that off the board. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, that's. Which it, helps. Illinois is interesting. You know, there's Cokie Mounds and then there's Dixon Mounds and Dixon Mounds. Uh, what's another settlement? <laughs> it's a that great got- place to eat. <laughs> uh, Dixon got in a lot of trouble years ago, and we went there too. They had unearthed the graves, and they had a walkway, and you walked over them. You're inside, and they just had the native people's bones on display, and oh. the native people. Um, we went there as a, at for school as children, and the native people um, fought and fought and fought, and they got to. Uh, finally, cover those and, and for good reason, Jesus, you know. Sure. Um, so yeah, where was that at? Where's Dixon Mound? Dixon is uh, north uh, central Illinois, if I remember right. Let me look. Well, I mean, did you guys follow it all? I know I'm like the only person in the entire world that gives a shit about UFOs. Um, <laughs> did did you, did you guys follow the? Um, there's a big like a UFO kind of like you know all the big UFO personalities all got into a big daisy chain. And just started like, you know, jerking each other off this last week in a thing called the Big Phone Home. Did you guys? Did you no. guys see that? No, no. So I, it was I, like I don't generally go for you know watching people jerk each other off. I understand. It's fine. We we all have we all have our thing. Um, so it was like a it was a big, it was like initially meant to be this like I thought it was supposed to be a thing where like they were all trying to call. The whole reason it was called the big phone home was like everyone was going to together call their senators or their government people. Release the news. But, Release but then the they did it on a Saturday. No one's going to fucking like, be there. Which is like notoriously the busiest time for government offices. I'm, I am a volunteer and I can't answer all these calls. <laughs> It's a bunch of alien fucking people calling us. God damn it. Yeah. What did Tucker Carlson do now? Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but it turned, it just turned into like a bunch of like, you know, UFO people being like, you know, look at how, look at how interesting I am. And like on the poster for it, like some of the people that are the most famous in UFO world for basically like robbing the graves of indigenous people. And then showing them on YouTube and being like, was this an alien? And it's like, dude, that guy's wearing a Nike sweatshirt. Like, did you just rob another grave? Like, what's wrong with you? This elongated skull that I found 
underneath a headstone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we fit, weirdly enough, we found this skull at a indigenous burial ground, but we think this one might be alien because it looks a little bit weird. Um, it's like, okay, well, that's just, you're just an idiot. So, but yeah, well, so that, it's, hey, not, no, no, it's not no, even no. something that, it's not, not even something that's just done. An idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, you're a ghoul. Um, there's nothing like a, the literal definition of a ghoul. There's, yeah. so it's not even like this stuff is like, I mean, I'm assuming that Dick's Mound thing, the decision to open the, the graves was probably a long, well, I would hope would be a long right. time ago. It was, but, and it, it's been closed for, I mean, years now. Uh, real quick to get to what you had asked, David, it is smack dab between Springfield and Peoria. So okay. just uh, yeah. north central Illinois, but more towards the central part and kind of on the uh, left coast side of the state, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but close to center. So, yeah. Moline wise. Yeah, yeah, like, but, you know, closer down, you know, where it's next to Havana, if you know where Havana is. I swear um, to God, you get two people from Illinois together, they won't shut up about geography. Well, if this Jesus was, Christ. This is Kentucky, he'd be telling us all the, the stories of mounds and people. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all want to know about mounds in Kentucky. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sit right back. Ding! <laughs> back in the day, we didn't call them mounds, we called them big old reverse holes. <laughs> Called them negative holes. Shoot. <laughs> uh, well, oh my goodness. Anyway, so yeah, cross one one thing off the board. I don't even think flooding was very high on the the theory uh, list, you know. But um, uh, cross it off, and and that's you know uh, something like that is important to finding the actual e- explanation. So we well, we, yeah, we always need to find what it's not, you know, along the way. That's true. That's an important, you know. <laughs> Check off what it isn't, and you're you're left with what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, all the fifteen other things that it could be. So, yeah. Anyways, that's what I got, Chris. What you got for us? So my story this week is one that's going to hit us all close to home. Joe Biden is coming for our meats. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, so I, so, so if you watch Fox so News, this... that's that's the the sound they wanted you to make until they had so... to re- retract that. But yeah. <laughs> So this one, I actually, I actually think this one is interesting because it shows the way that disinformation spreads in the ecosystem of news that we all kind of live in. See, what we need is more examples of that. (laughs) 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 So, well, the thing, the thing is that usually the examples are things that are like not as insane as this, you know? So you have places like the AP or like CNN or MSNBC or whoever acting all high and mighty like this is ridiculous. And then they're also running stories that are like, will vaccines turn you into a lizard? Sanjay Gupta chimes in next. <laughs> you know, and it's like. We you, talked to Dr. Oz. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't, you can't like, you can't. So, okay. Here's what happened with this story. So, um, in 2020, at the University of Michigan Center for Sustainable Systems, a research team did a, did a study that looked at what would occur if humans transition to a more plant-based diet, specifically Americans. Now it's like a funny culture wars, clickbaity, stupid thing that cow farts lead to climate change. <laughs> that sounds silly, but it's actually true. You know, and you can make anything sound silly, right? You know, some guy went down to the supermarket last week and used a magic boomstick to shoot dick metal at people's heads. <laughs> 
that sounds stupid because it's the way I'm framing a mm-hmm. mass shooting. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. But it's not stupid. So Dixon Metal. Yeah. So um calling like saying it's just, you know, oh, it's just cow farts or whatever. It's not. It's methane. Methane is four times more um more essentially dangerous as a greenhouse gas than CO2 is because it absorbs four times approximately as much infrared radiation also less so it, known but equally as true it's 673 times more funny it is hilarious significantly more funny so the chick we're trying to be serious here so <laughs> the, the real for a meat. so yeah the real issue here is like agriculture produces a tremendous amount of methane and it doesn't have to there's ways that we can we can make it so that agriculture um, or, or animal husbandry, I guess I should say, or just kind of ranching or whatever, doesn't produce as much, um, as much methane, right? As much carbon dioxide, as much greenhouse gases generally. So that's what this team was studying. And so they basically found that if humans limited their, um, beef consumption by 90%, um, they estimated essentially like how much of an impact that would have on the environment. A reporter, and I use that term loosely, for the Daily Mail, <laughs> then made Came out an with the article. article Beast One. <laughs> okay, she wrote she wrote an article that was titled "How Biden's Climate pa- Plan Could Limit You to Eat Just One Burger a Month." But that's not even part Cost of the plan. Three. That was just a, a fact. Yeah, it just says could how it could limit you to eat just one burger a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was the full headline, too. That wasn't the full headline. It was how Biden's climate plan could limit you to eat just one burger a month, cost $3,500 a year per person in taxes, force you to spend $55,000 on an electric car, and crush American jobs. It's a hell of a headline. I believe um, in you. I don't know why, but in, I do. In the article, all she says is basically like, these are the things that people studying sustainability are thinking about. These are some of the places Biden's team is looking at the research work. So this could happen. Not that it's going to, but it could happen. Then, then that story was picked up by Gateway Pundit, which is a conservative website. It then gets picked up by Fox and Friends, and then it gets picked up by the later uh, evening news anchors on Fox news um, from Fox news. Then it gets spread by Republican senators, Congress people, other media personalities, whatever. And now your grandma believes it. <laughs> and it's the same. It's actually the same way that UFO stories transport through from bullshit websites or like unscrupulous journalists or whatever through these other places that kind of launder the story. They launder the source of the story and kind of bury where it came from until finally it ends up in a, in a quote unquote legitimate news place. (laughs) So it's, it's literally the same thing. And this happens all the time with news. It happens. It used to happen with Infowars all the time before kind of Infowars was like taken as, you know, obviously these are crazy people, but like Infowars used to end up on Fox news all the time, like every day almost for a time period there. Um, because again, of this kind of laundering of information that happens. So it's a pretty fascinating, um, it's a pretty fascinating story, I think. And again, it's, it's so stupid. Like 
Joe Biden is not going to limit you to eat only one hamburger. How would that ever possibly happen? Yeah, yeah. How, how but, did they uh, get that done, and how do they force people to buy electric cars? Like, Yeah. Just think it, about it for a half of a second, and it it's falls insane. apart. It's insane, right? But again, this is this is the more this is a more ins- insane example of it. But it's not like again, these are it's the same thing that's happening to UFO news. It's the same thing that happens to conspiracy news. You know, um, Jade Helm is another great example of this, where wow. something insane came out of like the fever, you know, the fever media, and then it got to regular news until finally real people were thinking. Oh my God, this Jade Helm thing, we, it must be serious because real reporters are reporting on it, Mm -hmm. but it's, but it's not real reporters. It's, it's real reporters. It's a, it's opinion columnists, basically opining on bullshit from bullshit reporters. Yeah. And mischaracterizing so that it makes them uh, more sensational. Exactly. Like we could write, we could write a similar article that's like, you know, um, Oh, I, you know, Challenge I don't know. accepted. Yeah, well, you know, you don't even really though, right? Like you could write any kind of crazy article you want and just say could, and it's the same trick that they used here. Well, so it's, some of some of the fucking shows that I gotta watch for the show I do start a lot of conversations with. Could it be? Could it, yeah. <laughs> could it be? There's a guy. You know, remember remember at Alien Con when that guy was there, the guy whose only job on Ancient Aliens is to go. Could it be true? Yeah. I cannot believe they were selling that guy's headshots for like 50 bucks. Come and meet the guy who talks and does the uh, the, the voiceover. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Elon Cotton, remember that guy that uh, interrupted our, our panel to, or somebody's panel to, to do the anti-gravity? The poor rules. bastards at Alien Theorists Theorizing are trying to have a fun little That's panel, and this guy's like, can I come up and join you? No, you Dick shit, get out of here. in the room and starts, like, talking, and we're like, what? you got to understand. That the guy thing you're missing is... out on, he had a lab coat on. He had a lab coat on. That so guy is so... That guy is so popular on UFO Twitter, it drives me fucking crazy. Oh, jeez. But, like, here's the... Like, going back to the guy that's like, could it be... Like, it's fun to to do that and, and uh, speculate and talk about it if you're responsible with that. Because then you got the people, could it be Hitler was a good guy? Yeah, let's fly some flags and because do some, some shit. Hear, they hear, could it be, and they're like, yes, that is yeah. that is a yes or no thing. <laughs> it is not a, a theory or something to postulate on. It is, you're, you're telling me what I, what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, we had a, it's a really common Again, like a really common kind of fallacy, you know, and a really not even really a fallacy. It's like it's a it's a what's what do they call them? It's like a it's like a mental error. It's a thinking error, you know. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, go, yeah, if you have, is that I think of the word. No, it's but but the bias, right? But fa- yeah, well, fallacy is different though. It's like. I guess it is kind of a fallacy or a bias, but it's like it's things. It it means something specific in the world of like treatment for like anxiety or whatever thinking error, I think is what it's called. So like if you like, if you're prone to like anxiety, there's like a list of like 14 mental errors or thinking errors you tend to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so one of them is like, for example, um, 
trying to like tell the future, right? So you think two things happen to you, therefore this other thing will definitely happen. But there's no causal relation there. There's no reason to think that's actually the case, right? Or mind reading. So you think you say something to other people and then you assume that you know how they're going to react and they took what you said badly, right? It's those kinds of like mental kind of thinking errors that happen here a lot where it's, you know, you hear someone say something or you you read a piece of information and then you just kind of assume because it feels right that this is the way it must be, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't fit. That's not, that's not the way it works. Well, it's also, uh, you want to believe a certain party or person or, or you want to believe the people on the TV. It's a hell of a drug. I read it somewhere. So it has to be true. And we all know that's not true, but people fall into that. And I think older people a lot of times too, because you used to be able to go to the news and you got the news. Yeah. And that has gone by the wayside and people still hold on to that or, or just believe wholeheartedly uh, for one reason or another. Uh, it, it's also hard to uh, accept something that goes against all your notions and everything you've been taught and believed. Yourself, well, if you think you know? Biden's evil, you're going to be more apt to Receptive, believe that when you yeah. hear it from the 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 news and if you think that trump was evil you're more apt to believe the things you hear from the other side of the news it's just part of the human condition but the best thing is and the thing that i hate is you can go and you can look at if you don't want to believe uh a a site like um oh what's the one that that facts check stuff uh oh snopes snopes it snopes is like wikipedia don't take their word for it guess what i use I use the links that they share, and I go yeah. and I try to vet those links and see where those come from. And nine times out of ten, uh, it's coming from a horrible, horribly dry yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> academic paper or some somewhere you know that only Chris will really understand, uh, because that's th- where the truth actually comes from usually. And then it gets twisted in one way or another. Uh, yeah, we I suck, think- and uh, you know our end is coming as a species. Is what I'm getting we- at. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have had this happen to you. I feel like this has happened to us a lot recently, again, just because, um, you know, we like, well, me, Maria is smart enough to stay out of it. But I, you know, every day wake up and decide to choose chaos and engage with UFO believers on Twitter. Um, but there's, you know, there, like, just like what you're saying, Brent, where you don't trust Rachel Maddow. So if even if she says something that's true, the sky is blue, you disagree with it. Or you knee-jerk distrust that information. Uh, Chris is saying the proverbial you. That's not me saying that. No, yeah, it's not or, you. Or, Sorry, or not, not Brent. But yes. <laughs> Brent fucking hates Rachel Maddow. Don't listen to him. Brent's he's got, got the gr- he's got the he's got the Green Lantern shrine and he's got an anti-Maddow shrine. <laughs> don't listen to him. <laughs> we um we've had it where like we will say things like, you know, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if TTSA is really like the best place for Lou Elizondo. I think they're kind of taking advantage of him and we're the fucking devil. And then you son of a bitch. And then Lou Elizondo quits TTSA and is and people are like, well, it wasn't really the best place for him. I think they might have been taking advantage of him. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, I said that. What's Yeah, what's but the happening? problem was you said it. Exactly. <laughs> that, you it just, know. Dude, it's crazy. So yeah, it's it's so interesting. Like, I don't know. There has to be Very. some. I feel like we should. Sometimes I feel like I should do like the like what Rain Wilson did, where he's now he's got like a fake. Um, yeah, character. you know, 
a character, a paranormal character. Terry Carnation like or whatever. That yeah. honestly might be the most effective way to like spread good information for to those of you with those paranormal that are believers. To, for those of you listening that don't really know Chris, I'm going to sum them up really quickly. Um, this is just an analogy of how he is in the the UFO world. Let's pretend that you hate sushi. So then every day you wake up and all you do is eat sushi and then you complain about it. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. What are you, my wife? That's not true at all. It, 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 it's like, it's like, um, I think the, okay. A better example is you love, you love Italian food. You love good Italian food, but you decide to go to pizza hut and tell people there's better Italian food out there. <laughs> No one out pizzas the hut. No one out pizzas the fucking hut, dude. <laughs> no one. Dude, bro, because at, at some point in the past, we got land before time little rubber thing. Uh, yeah. From Book It. And now, like, we can't be bothered to not trust Pizza Hut. That and the, wasn't it them that did the Back to the Future glasses? Did they? I don't know. I think they so. They might have. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, I gotta look this up. Uh, Back to the future. Yeah. So, Chris, what yep. we're saying is you need to develop a bucket system. <laughs> Bros, I'm I'm shooketh right now. Just do a fuck it up with stars. <laughs> Yay, fuck it. <laughs> I got five stars. I'm I'm treating myself to a pizza. Here we go. I'm fuck gonna it. have to start. I'm gonna have to start giving out Amazon gift cards for every piece of philosophy people read. <laughs> to my own book club every scientific every scientific work you read i'll give you a pizza i i think i think it's important uh for for the listeners to to keep something in mind with all this this goes directly back to to this story chris uh is if you are being fed things that uh, make you feel threatened or fearful or just scared in general uh, about actions that you're taking immediately distrust that source. Yeah. hundred percent. Or, or do the, the minimum, the minimum of checking into it. Yeah. Because if someone's trying to, you, you might not think they're trying to manipulate you, but that's what they're trying to do. And if someone is feeding you this stuff that makes you uh, fearful or threatened, they have an agenda and it's not in your best interest. And so if you, if you want to watch Fox news, I'm not going to tell you not to, but you shouldn't, <laughs> but I well, will yeah, tell you. Yeah. Like, they, well, everything they, they, comes from fear. They immediately have you at a disadvantage. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like going to like, it's like if, if you think like discussing concepts or ideas is like a battlefield, They've already got you sort of, they've already, you know, destroyed the ground you're on, right? They're, they have the high ground because they've already put you at a disadvantage to have you be afraid. So now you're more susceptible to ways of thinking you wouldn't be otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just, you, you got to be careful. Never, ever make decisions based on fear or uh, feeling threatened like that. Look at Fuck that. You live once. Just go well, yeah. willy nilly. Believe everything and trust no one. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Go rehydrate some pizza and enjoy the shit out of it. (laughs) Or, or, or just don't, yeah. Or just don't ever learn another thing ever again. True. Yeah. You know, 
What's that book? Everything I've ever needed to know I learned in kindergarten. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy's like, I learned not to eat crayons. And it's like, bestseller, bestseller. <laughs> Anyways, uh, listeners, we, we love you all. The fact that you're listening to us chatter about this at all means that you're probably not at risk for these sorts of problems. <laughs> uh, from either side, because this goes on, on every side. Extremists 100%. are bad. Uh, usually, unless like you're into fun, you know, if you're an extreme funnest, I'll, I'll listen to you. Oh God, dude, my, my story next week, I almost guarantee is going to be about how fucking annoying Michael Shermer has been recently on Twitter. Mm. Like it's true on the believer and skeptical side. Mm, Everyone is sure. stupid and wrong. Yeah. Except for me. Everyone is stupid and wrong. <laughs> the history of Chris Cogswell. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. This sushi tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to eat it anyway. Why do I keep coming to this restaurant? <laughs> All Chapter right, two. kids. I My think that wraps up. Hut. I think that wraps up. Mantler <laughs> hysteria for the week. Uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Meeting adjourned. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.